Welcome to Take Note. This is a podcast about paying attention and keeping a notebook. This week, we're going to be talking about the migrant crisis uh, led by the ruler of Belarus. Ted, thoughts? It's bad. Bad news, man. I'm not, I'm uh, opposed. I'm opposed to all of it. All right. Well, and as a as an act of uh, protest, I'm going to try and write a novel this month. All right. Well, I uh, I hope Lukashenko normal, doesn't come after you. My normal contributions to uh, to that effort will be will be paused. Well, these are mini episodes during November. Should we just end right there? <laughs> I think. It, it, um, well, every, uh, every episode we do ask each other, what do you got? So we're going to do a little short version. Uh, what do you got, Adam? All right. So I was in the coffee in shop. Well, I was... What have you written down in yeah. your notebook? I was in the coffee shop. I was, uh, I was, uh, ranting about Lukashenko. Everyone left. You up. were researching <laughs> flights from Iraq to Belarus. Yes. No. So, uh, two things, two things happened in the coffee shop today. First, uh, a couple of kids, like in their early twenties, like a couple, um, looked a little spaced out. They they walked in and uh, they said to the owner, "They said you need window washer," and he said, "Yeah." Apparently, this is just how window washers work. Still, I like that. Um, I like that. There's not like an app for everything, and so the guy in his uh, white hoodie, red hair, red cheeks, and uh, I want to say it's his girlfriend, but could have been his sister. She was wearing uh, tie dye pants. They washed the windows. Then the owner of the coffee shop pointed out a spot where they didn't do a very good job. I thought that was going to maybe create a little animosity, but no, because the, the the little lady that that was that it was pointed out to, she she went back in after they'd been paid and she fixed up one more thing she saw, which I liked. So so that happened at the coffee shop, and then the other thing that happened is a guy went in, ordered a vanilla latte minus vanilla. Mm-hmm. Now in this guy's defense, I mean. That's, you know, that's like the short, funny version of it. I think what happened is he ordered a vanilla latte and then he changed his mind and realized he wanted a latte. But he, but he yeah. said, can, can I get it without the vanilla? Love it. <laughs> uh, people are coming back. People who love people who do not love vanilla. I was, uh, I went to CVS the other day. And uh, they've got now CVS has self checkout lanes, which uh, seems sort of comically oversized and excessive for a convenient or for a, a pharmacy. Where I've never really been like, my God, this line is out the door. If only there was a more efficient way. I've never thought that. <laughs> it's I mean, uh, it's not efficiency for you. It's to pay people less, to pay less for labor. That's true. the purpose. Well, I was I was standing in line. Uh, waiting for a self-checkout and there was a woman in front of me you know someone she points to the person behind her go ahead you, you know what? you go ahead i'm waiting for my photos you just go on. go ahead and uh so that person uh went ahead and then uh and that person was using the self-checkout line and it started to malfunction uh so that it needed an attendant so the 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 person developing this one photo woman's photographs uh, comes up and you can see she's holding photographs in her hand and this this woman says oh, yeah, you know what you go help them it's all right it's totally fine you go and help them uh okay i'll be right yeah i'll be right there so the person the employee helps the uh the person you know swipes their thing or whatever and uh, by that point i go over to my uh my little kiosk and i start punching my thing eh, 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 
immediately uh, doesn't work. The the receipt bucket was full. That was the message I got. Receipt bucket full. And uh, so I, the yeah, guy the came over. Yeah, the RBF. Different guy comes over. First, he takes a card or something and jams it in this little slot where clearly there was like, or it was the coupon bucket, sorry. Clearly there was like a little paper coupon that just hadn't fallen down far enough. And uh, he pushes it down. That didn't clear it out. So they say, all right, hold on. He pulls the whole thing open. There's literally a little plastic trash bin full of coupons <laughs> that he just had to cram down with his hand. And he so he did so, closed it back up and said, it's being overdramatic. And uh, he walked away. So I continue my business. But by that point, the uh, the woman who wanted everyone else to go in front of her, she's, her phone rings loudly. Hello? Uh, no, no. No, I don't know anybody by that name at all. I don't. No, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't think I can help you. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just don't know. Okay. I'll, okay. Bye. I, it was a. I mean, it was a spam call. Mm-hmm. Obviously, right? Can't help okay. you. She couldn't help you. Uh, I at this point, I'm kind of staring at her because I can't help myself. But then I, I start scanning my things, and I was getting some children's medicine. So, <laughs> stopped again. Age restricted thing. Same guy has to come over. Um, so while I'm waiting for him to come back for a second time, I look over and uh, the la- the lady's finally checking out. She takes the uh, the sleeve of photos that she's had printed out, flips them and says, oh, these aren't mine. These are not my photos. <laughs> Amazing. And scene. That was, uh, it gave me, it gave me everything I could hope for from a CVS interaction standpoint. But we are, uh, we are writing novel this month you are writing your novel faster than i'm writing my novel what's your what's your word count right now um my word count is 23,259 and today we are due to be at uh, 26,656 so i'm i'm about 3,400 behind now some of that some of that was because I've been writing so many words that my um I got an NBF going on, but um you know my novel novel bucket's full, um but yep. but we're getting it cleared out. Being over dramatic that yep. novel. Yeah, how about you? Where are you? Uh, I'm at seventeen thousand eight hundred and sixty. So your your twenty three k is sounding pretty darn sweet. I mean you're almost halfway there. That's fantastic. But I'm supposed um, to be halfway there and I'm not, which is seventeen thousand. Well. One. Seventeen thousand eight hundred and sixty. So I'm a good, oh, you know, what yep. is it, nine thousand words behind? Yeah, you're about nine thousand words behind. Yep. I mean, the pace, of course, for those who are not intimately familiar with this ridiculous process, is you divide fifty thousand words by thirty days in November, and you get one thousand six hundred and sixty-six or sixty-seven words per day. So that's that you've been leaning closer goal. to sixteen sixty-six. It sounds like. <laughs> yeah i've been undershooting that's my problem well uh, no i i i spent the first few days uh hitting the goal and um and i even had a little head start so i've even i've even uh squandered my head start at all point. things that i'm thinking but not saying <laughs> <laughs> well you know i i think um i you know i think the philosophical discussion that you and i have had kind of 
via text message here and there is is i mean a i'm excited for all the work that i've done so yes. uh so I, I and i'll continue to do the work and you know then the question becomes well okay how important is the number um i think in your 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 close you're you're nailing it it's it's working for you so i think for you the number is really can can re- continue to be fruitfully important yeah and I, I i gotta say so i i can also while i'm doing this and while i'm doing this mad dash that is a little speedier than your mad dash of course and i I don't want to repeat the things we've said over the last couple of weeks, but right, you know, some of it can just feel kind of dumb when you're just doing anything you can for those uh, 1,600 words, right? But yeah. the upside for me is that when you have to do these uh, dumb things, when you're really pushing yourself to get there, which it does not is not to say that you are not pushing yourself to get where you are because you're still writing more than 1,000 words a day and... I, I feel as though I've deduced that many writers aim, professional writers aim for about 500 words a day. There's certainly some, again, might be repeating myself, but there's some in interviews that I've read recently that sort of say they, they cap themselves at 500 a day. But when, when I'm pushing for that, I do, um, you know, it's interesting things happen and I push myself outside of my comfort zone. And that thing where you just have to take from everything around you or everything that you've read or everything you can remember it does you know I I told you today that I've sort of ended up creating kind of a Bond villain out of necessity and Mm -hmm. Bond villain is uh the nicest thing I can say about it um like I I actually don't mean that as a kind of an insult to it but I I had to kind of create something that was arch and over the top and not necessarily I, in fact, I know it's not what I would have done if I was just going to mm-hmm. let myself sit there and think about what was like a perfectly understated, yeah. not overly dramatic thing. But I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to do that overly dramatic thing. And I do well, keep you reminding myself that like, you know, if it's not good, I can figure that out in December. It's 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 almost the point that, uh, you know, when you say to me i've ended up creating a bond villain he, he, to me that sounds wonderful it's only these this self-doubting self immediate self-editing writer's brain that says it, it's not it might not be a good thing that i created a bond villain but like from my perspective that's the best possible outcome is that it you know your your excitement your 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 verve for what you're working on led you to create a villain at all. You know, it's not even, it's not even always intuitive that you want to create a villain, but I'm glad that you pushed it and you, you ended up there. So, so point being, I agree. And I think the, the nature of it is to do exactly that, push you, push you somewhere you wouldn't go. I mean, I, I haven't ended up anywhere so, uh, dramatic, unfortunately, I would say, um, but it's it's serving a similar purpose. You know, it's pushing me to complete a scene, and you know, even completing a scene, you know, a room full of people interacting, it is a real force of will. That um, uh, is a is a hard thing to push through sometimes if it doesn't come naturally to you, and so. 
you know, I think some of my experiences have been a little more probably subtle from an outside perspective, but for me, um, you know, like I think I created the advice for myself and I've, I've said it to you because I think it's interesting. It's just to, in this scenario, tell yourself what, what's going to happen next. Yeah. He'll go into this room full of people, you know, this, this, this will happen and that will happen. And then just write to that. That helps a lot. And even something, something so bold, uh, feels, you know, for you and I, the way that we write, I think feels like, Oh God, you can't just say something's going to happen and just have it happen. It feels, uh, we want to start editing ourselves immediately, but well, and you want to kind of like right, uh, right. I mean, in, in some way, even though I'm writing a crime novel, I know you're that you're not you're not, or I presume you're not, but like you still want to like oh, I want to I don't I don't want to just write this. I want to make it literature. Um, there's some part of you that's like thinking that uh, I don't I can't just write the words down. So I have I have two questions for you. They're very different, and I don't know the answer to either one of them. So I they could, um, they they could go nowhere, but. First question I have is, so I, I am really, I'm, I'm trying to hit that, well, you're trying to, but I'm, I'm forcing myself for the most part to hit the 1600 words. I'm not quite there today, but you are, you're doing a little slower. And I think from our text messages there, there, I got some sense that there is something that you appreciate in not necessarily holding yourself to that 1600 words and so I wonder if there's something that happened in your writing or like a sentence or an image or something that strikes you as like man if I was just like if I was just being a taskmaster and I was making myself do the 1600 words if I was pushing myself a little more towards burnout I wouldn't have gotten here yeah I think it's um the 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 writerliness of what i want to accomplish like i don't think it's a specific scene but it's um putting a few extra ticks of effort into um the way a sentence might unfold yeah like yeah, the sentence. So basically, that. thinking on a thinking on a sentence level is sort of what we're talking about. And you can either, you know, you can either decide on an action. Let you know, Fred walks into the room, or you can spend an extra couple ticks saying, "Well, how do I, how do I, um, write a sentence that's more uh, interesting for the reader?" Not to say that it actually would be more interesting for the reader, but as a writer you're challenging yourself to start it in a new way you know instead of fred walks into a room it's you know rooms what is a room really <laughs> four walls and closing the, you know well if, the, um, if you're writing things like that i don't understand why you don't have many more words <laughs> i i think it's it's and it's not that this is strategic at all i think i'm just working my way through uh, what i want to be doing with my time but i I think that taking that extra time for me to make a sentence more interesting or at least to challenge myself to write what feels like a more interesting sentence gets me more excited about the project, keeps my, I don't know, keeps my juices flowing a little more and kind of makes me feel a little like I'm accomplishing something with my time. 
I don't yeah. think that's the only reason I'm moving slowly. I think my attention has just waned even as I'm sitting at the computer, you know, on a minute by minute basis. I'm I've just not been able to maintain the level of focus and concentration that I, I mean, that I had early it, on. So it's a combination. But. Yeah, it is hard to do this before work and after work while you're doing work while you're being a parent, right? It, it goes back to something you've said before, like when we talk about the um like this the schedules and routines of artists like they are they're living the art life so it's it's a different thing i i definitely do i mean that what you're those extra ticks that you're taking to make the sentence more interesting that is exactly what i know i'm not doing and what i feel yeah. like i don't have time for because i'm in the mad dash and so yeah. i'm happy that right i the mad dash does have these unexpected serendipitous moments that happen um and I tell myself, like, well, I'll go back when this is over and try to figure out how to make the yeah. the sentences more interesting. So well, my second... I think that's fantastic. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, I got. I, I think. I well, think there's lots to, lots to be had from the whole experience, and it's it's so in tune with what you want to accomplish. Yeah, you know? both ways are the right way. Um, yeah, and the you know the. Um, I do love checking in with the How to Win Nano podcast. Uh, and they, they had a great piece of advice, which is to leave notes for yourself in the, you know, as you're writing, leave a note for yourself for later. You know, say, uh, you know, this is the point where I, you know, I think maybe I was using the third person and now I switched to first, you know, go back and check, you know, just kind of leave yourself breadcrumbs for like yourself as a future reader so that, you don't have to sort of worry about going back through and making things consistent. Yeah. Um, and I, so, I mean, little things like that, I think can alleviate the pressure of like, Oh, am I doing exactly the right thing with this draft? I mean, honestly, one of the challenges I've had is remembering what, you know, a character's name yeah, was yeah, that yeah, I introduced yeah. earlier. Yeah, I remembering like what, the, what a character was like or what happened what I said about them and I'm just amazed I can go back uh I can go back to word 5000 and I've almost got like no memory of writing it whatsoever yeah uh, I slightly I, I named two characters like two small characters Frank but one Frank became a big character and so and and then I also just realized I've you know, if I've described this character before I could be describing him completely differently now and I've told yeah. myself that I will not go back Whenever I'm going nope. back, I'm t I will not go nope. back and look at that. I did change, I did change Frank and Al to Alex in the in the chapter oh, that he God. was in. But uh, oh, <laughs> that's just you know because that one was like yeah. nagging me. Like I went two days without changing, and I was like, no, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> this there can't be two Franks. <laughs> okay, I've got my other question that I was thinking about today when I uh, finished. So I want actually I talk about my routine kind of as after work. Um, Sometimes I write for a little bit, and then I walk to the coffee shop. Sometimes I don't even write before the walk. But I, I'll walk to the coffee shop, I'll, I'll write for a little bit, and then I'll walk home and I'll write a little bit because uh, the walk kind of just gets my, my brain moving. But on the walk home from yeah. the coffee shop today, I thought about um, I thought about how much I don't want to write a sex scene and how I've really avoided, <laughs> like I've really like structured the whole novel to ensure that that doesn't happen. Um, <laughs> and so I was wondering... If in your novel, you've written a sex scene or anything, I, I, I apologize to our listeners for saying the word, anything sexy 
<laughs> or, if you, or if you plan to. Man, I tell you, I, I, yeah, my, my narrator is like a 18 year old young male. And, tell me uh, more. So, <laughs> um, I, 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 I've written a few, I, I, I've got some tension, some sort of, you know, teenage, uh, teenage sparks and little little you know pits pit of the stomach stuff uh and i i feel like it's it's gotta happen at some point i'm not i'm not thrilled about it i think (laughs) i i I, i've i've never been one who can just disentangle themselves from like thinking about their parents reading something or now it's like my you know my children can read books and it's not and then i would never sort of hand this to him but certainly not for your first book no (laughs) yes they're 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 waiting ready to read their first book this will be their first one yeah um so i i feel i've uh i've made it inevitable um i i there there is something i mean i think writing about teenagers you give yourself a little bit of an out because it's sort of inherently uh, awkward and uncomfortable anyway it's not like you're trying to like there's no lotharios here that you're gonna you know i mean you've got your bond villains that mean you're gonna someone's gonna sweet talk their way into the, the no. bourgeois of a, no. of, a I've, of a dashing villainess well i've i've i really i i mean it's not just that i'm not comfortable writing that scene which i don't think i am but um, since since mine is a crime story and one of the characters is a woman, one of the only things I decided before I started was that I was not going to have this woman use uh, sex to trick people or as part of her crimes or anything like that. So that that's where it started. And then there's like a twist that I know that happens at the end that makes it, to me, really important because it would be especially creepy I think if there was like a sex scene before there's not, I mean, the people aren't related or anything like that, but I just like, so I've just, I've really, (laughs) I've got the narrator stating very clearly to, I guess the reader that he's not interested in this woman because I also feel like I'm writing like in this crime novel, these two people, even when they bicker, it's like, you know, like, Oh, there must be sexual tension here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well even i think even a, a narrator saying i have no interest in this that seems like me thinks thou doth protest too much yeah but that's like eleven thousand of my words man <laughs> <laughs> uh, not interested well should we do this again Move next along. week <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah get back to your novel adam what are you doing over here i'm, I'm just uh, trying to not write dumb stuff that's it Check us out on the internet. We are at takenote.space. We're on twitter.com at slash takenotepod. Find us evading uh, the Word document over there. And uh, if you're taking part, send us a message. You can find a little message box on uh, on our website. Look forward to hearing from you forward to this month being over only really only for that reason otherwise it's been a perfectly pleasant month uh take care all right and uh using a tombow monograph ballpoint pen in blue ink 0.38 wanted to get a little bit of stationary content in there
Oh yeah, stationary content uh, index card system I started uh, isn't working. Big failure. Talk to you guys next week. Not fun. <laughs>